Alrighty, guys. Welcome back to episode 20 of Borderless Impact. It's looking like this might be the last episode of season one uh, on our season on Chile. Woo! Woo, yeah. Episodio 20. Yes, see, si. 20. Like your drink. What's that? Like your drink? Like your, like your drink at Starbucks, because they like to do it weird. Really? Oh, that's strange. Venti. Yeah, oh. it's like 20 ounces of drink, so they call it venti. I don't oh, know. There you go. I saw it in the movie once. Hmm. But yeah, so this one is the long-awaited Patagonia. So yeah, got uh, one of my good friends who's one of the few kind of Chileans who's traveled kind of all around Chile. So comes in and talks about different hikes, places, um, things to note when looking at Patagonia. If you're big on hiking and beautiful scenery, this episode is for you. For sure. So, yeah, it's pretty absolutely. good. Patagonia is just absolutely incredible. So awesome yeah. fun. Also a hint for what is to come. If you are interested in Patagonia, you should start looking and planning for sometime in late 2021 because it might take that long to get on a waiting list to do some of this stuff so and who knows it might be till 2027 with everyone planning already so (laughs) yeah so uh, maybe look into that but yeah absolutely we'll cover that for you absolutely also being that this is our last episode of the season where we'll be taking a little hiatus while we prepare for season two we're still unsure of dates with Christmas coming up um, shortly, way too soon, Uh, and still trying to organize exactly where we're going to go. So stay tuned. We'll post on Instagram, our website, and we'll we'll also like put on a little uh, trailer, like season two trailer for, for you wherever you listen to your podcast. So just stay tuned. And if you have any recommendations, people, I think we've got two that two sort of places we're topicing up between. But yeah, if you have any recommendations, if we've already chosen by then, that's okay. You know, we've still got a season three and four and five. So send us your thoughts. Without much further ado, let's get into the episode, all right? Yeah. Woo. Woo, woo. So join us. As we chat with locals, expats, and experts, so you can be better immerse yourself in cultures and the people around the world, traveling more conscientiously, all while leaving a positive impact wherever you go, wherever you're from, wherever you are. This is Borderless Impact. Hi, my my name I'm Ricardo. I'm from Chile. I'm I'm 34 years now. I'm living in Melbourne. So we've got you on to talk about Patagonia um, as you've traveled around kind of all of all of Chile, is it? Pretty much? Yeah, pretty much. How long did you spend traveling around Chile? I think I started to travel in Chile very young because my mother was a professional climber. Oh, wow. So all the time I did different trekkings or trips in Chile. I I remember I was in Patagonia in Torres del Paine National Park, maybe at 
when I was eight years old with my mom, doing the trekking there. So that was good because three years ago, in 2017, I did the same trekking with my friend. That was very, very nice. Remembering that situation with my mom when I was young was cool. Yeah, it's cool that you were able to do it both with your mom and then with friends as well. Yeah. So I get to see it in two different sides. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, obviously Patagonia is a big, I guess, key point for anyone looking at Chile to visit or to know about Chile. Like We've talked about all the different places in Chile except Patagonia. Why would you say that Patagonia is such a big destination or hotspot or yeah 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 um i don't know i think in chile we have two places very very iconic for tourists i think one is patagonia and the other one is in in the north the desert mm-hmm. san pedro de atacama san pedro de atacama yeah mm-hmm. yeah but yeah i think patagonia is cooler maybe i think it's better for me, I don't know, in my opinion, because you can find there more kind of more different, like landscapes in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. For different landscapes. Yeah. Yeah, you can find different landscape there. It's very, very cool. So I think it's, it's very, very cool because it's in the last part of the continent. So the last part in the, in the hemisphere. It's very unique, very even southern than Australia. Yeah. Wow. A, yeah. Yeah, it's the most you got the most southern part of Chile is like the most southern part of the world besides obviously yeah. Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But we have some part of Antarctica too. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. I think the territory in Antarctica is the same size of the all the country in the continent. Hmm. Maybe not many people know that. No, yeah. There you go. Good I guess I would fact. figure, yeah, Chile would be one of, I think there's like 10 countries that own parts of Antarctica, right? Or something like that. A few. Yeah. Hmm. I did not know that. Oh, it makes sense. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So I guess for people listening and have never heard of Patagonia, oh, which would be very few people, I would hope. Um, <laughs> so Patagonia, it's not just Chile, but it's part, they've got Chile and Argentina that kind of broadens Patagonia. It's more It's more the region. Is that correct? Yeah, of yeah. Being... yeah it's the region. It's part, some part of Argentina and some part of Chile. And I've never have... been in, in mm-hmm. Patagonia in Argentina, but I think it's similar but with another mountains or another trekking, another glaciers too. But it's the same place, but in different countries. How do they define where Patagonia starts and ends? Do you know? No, I don't know really. No, I don't know. Yeah, it's, that's a funny <laughs> one. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> I think I can't remember if we looked that up, but yeah, it's, it seems very vague in the sense like when I was going south. And I was like, yeah. this could be Patagonia, yeah. but no, yeah. but I don't know. 
up. It's just this, that area, but I don't know where is the limit. You're talking about you found some information for us, like uh, some pricing, some details about uh, getting to Patagonia, like the average trek, you know, from Santiago to get there, uh, how long that takes and stuff like that, right? Figured yeah. Let you share all that. Yeah, sure. If you want to go to Patagonia, I want to talk about just the trekking or the bar in Chile because I don't know the other. The yeah. other part. Mm-hmm. That's what but we're more in, after. <laughs> yeah. In in Chile is the national there are the national park, Torres de Paine. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go there, I think you have to make a booking with yeah. six months before because it's very yeah. crowded. So it's very crowded to booking because mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. is not too many people for love. Yeah. They yeah. How many people in the park at the same time is controlled by the government or institutions about that? So you have to make a booking with a lot of time, maybe six months or maybe sometimes a year before. Yeah. So that is important. <laughs> Very important. Yeah. And if you want to go there in a plane, it's from Santiago three hours. You can do that in a bus too, but it's two days, so it's too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think if yeah, you're crazy. kind of stopping along the, like you're making a big trip, that's a little bit worth it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, like slowly making your way down or up, but yeah, yeah. No, I, think, <laughs> I think it's it's better in a flight, of course. Yeah, yeah. easier. It's also to to the pine there. You have to, is that where you have to cross to Argentina first if you go by bus as well? Yeah, some part of the south of Chile is you have to cross some rivers or part of the ocean. And mm. sometimes you have to cross the border to Argentina and then come back to Chile and continue your, your route. Yeah, it's true. That's quite interesting. <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel like the drive in some parts must be just gorgeous driving along the cliffside yeah. or it's kind of how I imagine it with the ocean and mountains on one side and it's like a thin road or something. Yeah, in some is, parts but... you can see the sunrise and the sunset in the ocean. Wow. In the one side to the other side. Yes, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Hmm. And and with the booking of the the tour the treks um, the hikes and stuff, is there specific companies with that or like, or is there a, yeah. like a lot of companies generally? No much companies. I think the camping there is just different stations in the trekking. Okay, it's two different trekkings. The W circuit or the O circuit? Yeah, the O circuit is the the longest one. Maybe six or eight days. In the W circuit, five five days, five, six days. And you have different stations in the trekking. So you have to book that station. You can book for just a place or in the air for or make your own tent or something like that, or you can rent a tent 
there or pay for a hotel there. But it's very expensive hotel. And I think it's not the meaning of the trekking, spending nights in a hotel. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you had to book that. And yeah, I when I was there, I paid I paid just for the area in the air. So it was difficult because I didn't know how hard is do a trekking with your bag, with your own tent, your food, your clothes, everything. Well, it's a little bit hard. But I think it's a good exercise to try that. Yeah. <laughs> I've done, I did a lot in school, um, that sort of camping with, yeah, like treks on there. But oh, I haven't done it in my own, on my own, but God, it is definitely an experience. Um, yeah, and a lot more than just you know having a little backpack that we go for on a day, you know. Yeah, I completely understand. <laughs> but, yeah, and in this trekking, you can't pay for a porter, I think is the name. The porter is the person who carry your your ah, bag, your big bag. In okay. another, in longer trekkings, for example, in the Kilimanjaro or the Everest base camp, you have to pay for that because it's too many days. So it's impossible if you are not a professional climber. Maybe it can be hard. So it's better to pay for a porter for that. But in Patagonia, no. Yeah. That <laughs> have to deal with it all on your own. <laughs> I didn't know that was even a thing. That's interesting. Well, people did that anyway. That makes sense. Makes yeah. sense, but then I feel like it's taking away part of the experience, isn't it? Um, yeah. But I don't know. Who knows? Anyway. If you're going to climb to the top of Everest, you know, what does it matter if you paid someone two grand to do it ahead of you to carry all of this? <laughs> <laughs> True. So, Torres de Pines, um, is that more like a mountain sort of area? Yeah, some areas, some areas are like a mountain, but in Patagonia, it's not too very high mountains. So it's just like a trekking with little hills up and down all the time, some lakes, cross rivers, something like that. Yeah, maybe in some parts you have to climb a little bit, but it's not too much. It's not, it's not really high. Because so. I've heard a lot about Torres de Paine, but didn't get that far down myself, got as far as Koyake. What like so what is the big attraction to there specifically? Is it because of I know I've heard the hikes I've I've heard a lot about those hikes. Is primarily that or maybe because the yeah the lands the landscape there is very, very impressive. But the most iconic thing is Torres del Paine. That means it's three different peaks like a rock peak and that yeah. is Torres of Pine. So that three peaks. Hmm. The picture, oh, the all the picture. Yeah. 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 Is that with a little lake and a little glacier there. That's that. But all the bark is Oh, it's a glacier and Yeah. So I'd say yeah, obviously all it's the not the glacier and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. 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 Oh very cool. Yeah, but you can go there 
in to that peaks for the pioneer in one day if you want i think it's the first part of the trekking so you can go okay. there just Say goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> come on guys if you get there might as well do the whole thing yeah too many people do that but the rest of the trekking you have to book before that. yeah hmm. what is the the best time to do the trekking would yeah. you say I think it's just in summer. Yeah. Just in summer. What's because in winter it's too cold. I think it's completely frozen, big storms, everything. A bit but different yeah, experience. The best the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What sort of time time of the year is that? So like obviously southern hemisphere, so opposite to yeah. people from the US or Europe or anything. But would you say like no from November? Or... Yeah, maybe November to March. Yeah. I know when I was just heading to like the northern part of Patagonia, people were saying no earlier than October, you know, like. Yeah. Mm. It's but... too cold. It's too difficult. Yeah. But I think, is it, is peak sort of time like from December? Is that probably the peak as well? Yeah, December, January, I think. Yeah. So you'd be... Mm. Obviously, I mean, the fact that you have to book like 12 months in advance. Yeah. And I think it's but... difficult just for that because you have just one season for do that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. It'd be awesome though. Yeah. What sort of prices did you say they are for these hikes? Oh, yeah, sure. That's all. <laughs> uh, I didn't pay so much because I paid just for for the area. But one of my friends, he paid for a tent, a sleeping bag, breakfast, all the things. I think you have to pay for, in any station, you have to book. It's a different, sometimes the different stations are different companies. Okay. So you can pay. You can be a ballpark, don't Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe it's, it's not too expensive. But it's not so cheap too. <laughs> Maybe I pay one hundred Australian dollar, maybe for in any place. I think so. It's five days, maybe five hundred dollars. So fifty luca. So yeah, it's like fifty luca for a night, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that that would what be. I guess a hundred dollars Australian dollars for US people. What, maybe eighty dollars or so? Yeah. If you guys like are coming that. from the US, the thing is, a lot of people come to South South America, Latin America because it it might be cheaper. cheaper. And obviously, Chile is not the cheapest country anyway. It is one of the more expensive parts of Chile, but it's still not that crazy, is it? When you put the actual numbers there. But I think if you're one of the type of people who is going to sign up on one of these lists to go, you know, a year in advance, you're just going to pay yeah, exactly. whatever you have to pay <laughs> anyways. You don't get yeah. a whole lot of choice to that. Maybe for me, because I'm Chilean, maybe I paid less, but I'm yeah, not sure. I was going to say, because I know in the, in the entry, maybe it's cheaper for Chileans, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that, but yeah, I double I, check. Yeah. yeah, I know if you go to like the national parks, there's 
I think we might have talked about this in another podcast that like, yeah, Chileans yeah, get a disc a, a huge discount. And because I had my um resident card, I got the discount as well, which was pretty cool. So yeah, I know people were really yeah, angry at maybe me. Maybe Chilean <laughs> Chilean people paid less. I mean, I should have I should have made the, the entry, to get but that. knowing the booking. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so the entrance, but yeah, that would make sense. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Um where else would you recommend people to go in Patagonia? Sort of other areas. Uh I think if you do the trekking there, you can know a lot of different places because the shorter the shortest trekking i think it's the w circuit is 80 or 70 kilometers so it's not it's a lot and you, you can know a lot of parts of the national park inside doing that trekking but yeah in patagonia you can find another glaciers another circuits but not in the national park does that mean that they're a lot cheap like you don't have to necessarily pay pay like a crazy amount or in or at all sometimes yeah because i know yeah. like when i went to koyake so that's part of patagonia you like there was you know still national parks where you pay a, a very small fee to go in yeah or like you know lakes or different things um that were pretty just incredible to to just walk around and you're like oh my gosh like this view like had yeah one of the national parks where you're just walking along and there was like just as you're saying like all these different landscapes in a couple hour hike and I was just like this is crazy took all these photos and you wouldn't think it's from the same place but the weather can be crazy too so that is important yeah. to know <laughs> because some like, I have but... some friends and they did the trekking too, but they had very, very bad weather. So mm. someone, they cannot finish the trekking for the uh, weather. Well. Uh, but it's pretty unsafe at times. It's it too intense. Yeah. Uh, mm, I don't know. Weather's too harsh. Safe, but maybe it's hotter with a bad weather. If it's too rainy or sometimes it's very, very windy, more than Australia. <laughs> more than Melbourne <laughs> very very hard wind some days yeah. yeah I think it's very iconic in Punta Arenas the city the city in the in the last part of Chile close to the national park it's very iconic for the very very strong wind there I see and that kind of makes sense because it will be um, nothing kind of guarding it yeah from the wind so yeah crazy oh yeah it's, it's crazy and difficult because if you have to book with six months before, how can you know about the weather? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just have to just gotta, take yeah. a stab in the dark. So what happens if, like, it's a, just say you get a five-day trek, I wonder, or a seven-day trek, and then they're like, oh, the weather's shit. You just, whatever. Yeah. Yes, you lose like, your money. Sorry. Yeah, maybe you have to do it. <laughs> or you have to wait. You can wait. But I don't know. If you wait in 
some station, maybe you can lost your yeah, booking in the next station, something like that. Yeah. I'm sure they'll have information about that somewhere for people where you could talk to someone. I'm sure they'll have a bit of information in that. But have you been to many other like other areas of Patagonia? Like whether it's like for example, I had the gosh, I can never remember it because I feel like there's a multiple names. Like it was where I was coming from, Koyeke, the marble um, caves. Uh, the marble cathedrals. Yeah, things like that, which, wow, that was, I'm so glad I did that, where you kind of yeah. go, like yeah. day trips and you. I think I've never been in that part. Yeah, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a lot of Patagonia, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can take uh, even a ferry or a boat, a big boat, and crossing glaciers and different volcanoes too in the that yep. part of Chile. So there's quite, yeah, there's definitely a lot to, to see, volcanoes, glaciers, random caves, parks, yeah. lakes, everything. But yeah. I feel like if you really wanted to, you could spend at least a year exploring everything just in Patagonia. Finding the penguins. Yeah. All the penguins they have there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can find penguins there. You can find penguins mm -hmm. in most of Chile, can't you, though? Yeah, it's weird because you can find some penguins in the north of Chile. Really? I know. That is very far from Patagonia. Yeah. I've seen I feel them... robbed and lied to. I've seen they have them to in only like... be in... What? I was going to say, only they have to be in the, the cold in the south. They're not allowed to be anywhere yeah. else. Well, they're That's in the crazy. south, but the, so. <laughs> but the coast in Chile is very cold in all the country, even in the north. So, <laughs> yeah. I think oh. it's just for that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was saying that I saw definitely like, because I saw some pe uh, penguins like around the kind of Santiago, Valparaiso region of like that part hmm. of the country. And you're just like, yeah, you think that that is crazy north but it's fascinating yeah, that they're yeah. even further north you're like what but are yeah. they like yeah but in patagonia are penguins condor the big bird big big bird condor mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um pumas foxes some kind of deer i don't know if you know the the name is wemul is the name mm. of an animal it's yeah. like a deer, yeah. Yeah, I, th I saw I th one in in the national park in Torres del Paine when I was why, there. Why are they so? That's one thing because I actually, yeah, it was we were coming back from a, one of the tours and we stopped at the side of the street because even that, it's so funny because when I was it was that the cave tour that I was talking about before coming back and I was literally the only non-Chilean like it's still because which is quite fascinating for me like still there's still a lot of Chileans who get to travel and it's not just international tourism for Patagonia but you know went on this tour and like we stopped back and there was that what's it called again that deer Wemul Wemul and they're like oh so, and I was like it's, it, it's a deer and they're like no 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 and I was like it just looks like a deer why are we stopping and getting out of the car <laughs> I really didn't know because it's very very weird to find some, some one of them that animal in Chile, very huh. weird. 
they're very shy. I think they are in danger of being endangered. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's just for that. But okay. it's, it's famous in Chile, it's in the national emblem. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. There you Sounds go. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. I had to look up a little picture just to see for myself. I like short horned deer. Hmm. Yeah. That is still. So, still yeah, H for people listening, H U E M U L. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny when you go to countries that like, things like that where I was like I don't know why they're so excited and it's I think it's part of where you travel like about traveling where everyone obviously has their different opinions and it's amazing seeing it from locals point of view as well compared to just a tourist because if I was with tourists we no, no one probably would have stopped you know what I mean but yeah it's it's pretty cool yeah yeah but I, I don't know in Patagonia mostly the people there is just tourists. I don't know why, but not too many yeah. Chileans go there. But maybe the last year, young people is going there more and more every time. Huh. That is cool. It's good yeah. because when I was there, I think with my friends, we were the only Chileans in the trekking. Oh, really? We know yeah. we met people there, but just foreign people, not Chilean people. Well, it's weird. Yeah, when I was there, it was like November, so it was still just before that peak time, I think, so that's probably why. So with these sort of things, it's a good thing to note, like, obviously the trekking might really change, but, you know, depending on what part of Patagonia, those kind of shoulder seasons can be a good one to look at yeah. because the prices are also a lot cheaper, even just like going to a cafe or restaurants you know they just jack up the prices in summer for tourists yeah, yeah. i get it but anyway anyway that's that's the way it is um so yeah. it's a worldwide trend unfortunately exactly but that's that's part of i guess when i went in the shoulder season is possibly why there was more chileans than international tourists because they're probably like well if I'm going to go, I'm going to go in the best time, but yeah. doesn't necessarily need to be, you know, December, January, I don't think, but yeah, depends how you go and what kind of cold you can put up with. Yes. How big of a jacket you bring. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's cool. Do you have any other questions, Jordan? I was curious. I don't know if you would know this or not. I, I don't know if we talked about this before, Freddie, maybe we recorded this or not, but um, getting to Antarctica, is it possible to take boats and tours from Chile's side of Patagonia or do you have to go to Argentina? If you want to go to Antarctica? Yeah. So I know you no, can- No, I think like... it's, it's not possible like a tourism. It's just if you are- part of the government, the military, because it's yeah. some military base there with scientifics, something like that. You have to live there and do something important if you want to go there. It's not just like a tourist trip. Well, I know, there's, I know there is a tourism trip, but I don't know 
whether it's from Chile or from Argentina, but yeah, it is crazy expensive when I looked it up. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know how many people do it or not. I I, I like just three, remember four seeing grand that. or something. Oh, more than that. There, I mean, maybe. I saw one with National Geographic where you go with a photographer and some other scientists, but I think they leave from Argentina, but it's it's ten thousand dollars a oh, person. Oh, ten thousand. Yeah, that's right. Sorry about that. Yeah, ten thousand dollars. Huh? But you can go with the tourist. But you don't even or not but, tourist I mean, scientists. I mean, this is on my bucket list. I definitely want to do this one day still. So yeah, I think it would taking, be awesome. Taking regards to that, but before I say the next bit, but you don't even actually step on Antarctica, apparently. So you kind of go there and it's like a five-day trip. You go and you freeze your ass off on this boat, but you don't even yeah, get to go yeah. on. That's shit. <laughs> but I understand, I understand. It's probably like you're saying, like the military sort of stuff or just research would destroy it yeah. if there's <laughs> so many tourism, tourists on there. But, you know, yeah. Still definitely want yeah, to go. I but... think it's not for tourists. I have a friend who lived there for a while. Really? He studied something about the weather, meteorology. I don't know what it's been. Mm-hmm. The degree of that. Yeah. And he spent one year in Antarctica. Wow. So about working. Yeah. No, yeah. doing another yeah. thing. And I don't know if now we have to do that but i remember many years ago if you want to live there you have to get a surgery before with your appendix maybe mm-hmm. or something like that because if you have a problem with that you cannot get a surgery there so yeah. you have to do that before to go there that makes sense huh. yeah yeah I mean, I don't know if that is that is happening now. Maybe not because in a in a plane you can go to the continent very fast. Hmm. Yeah, except it might Maybe depend just on the weather. A, or... a legend. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that too. Yeah, it's a weird <laughs> price to pay for a ticket. Get yeah. your appendix removed. How funny! You don't need it anyway. So yeah, I mean, screw it. Especially if like the government's paying for it, I'll get a free surgery. I I, I doubt that would be paying for it, but it is chilly. Never know. Yeah. (laughs) All right. That's cool. Yeah, I think that was mostly it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. No worries. Well, thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed our final episode and also the whole season of Chile and everything we've done so far. It's been an absolute pleasure getting to interview every person, getting to do these lives and meeting everyone. It's, yeah, it's just so amazing. I hope you guys have felt the same way and thank you for sticking along with us. Yeah, totally. This was a big passion project for us going into this. We knew we wanted to do something like this. We didn't really know what it ultimately was going to look like coming into it, but we're we're happy with the outcome and I hope you guys are too. Yeah, it was, it was awesome being able to bring this for, uh, bring this for everyone. And, uh, hopefully everyone learned a lot about Chile and is more interested in a place that feel like a lot of people 
probably don't give enough credit to or don't uh, think of as being like a hot spot to get over to. But trust us, you know, if you've been with us this whole season, you know that there is maybe more variety and more things to see in Chile than the vast majority of places out there. So, so yeah, definitely do yourself a favor and uh, start booking a ticket and, you know, let us know. Don't feel scared or anxious about like messaging any of these people. Like they're all so welcoming. Absolutely. So if you have any questions for any of them or us, please get in contact, whether it's about Chile or other places, you know, they're us and our guests have been, yeah, we're doing this for the passion as well. So everyone that we interviewed is they're average, normal people. They're, I mean, they're extraordinary people, but they're, you know, like none of them had any anything to gain necessarily from this. They were just excited that people were interested in their country and they were more than happy to share with anybody who's willing to listen about all the cool things about it. And I think that's really special. It's a really cool aspect to their culture and to the Chilean people. So Yeah, so that's the end of season one. Uh, we'll still be being quite active on Instagram going to fix up our website trying to get some more guides in there to sum up kind of the season and then looking at season two which my guess is going to be sometime in January but I we have no idea to be honest we can't we don't want to give any dates so yeah just stay tuned on Instagram Facebook our website and then we'll post a trailer on wherever you're listening to this now so Thanks, guys. Thank you guys so much. See you next season. Appreciate you.